Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Hey everybody, we've got a great topic today and a special guest star, someone who has his own podcast, been doing it even longer than Tony and I have. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna grill them today, put them on the hot seat. And the question, of course, is gonna be about questions are gonna be about contractors. So we've all had that experience, that gut wrenching experience of hiring the wrong contractor, um, you know, getting into trouble in that arena. And uh, this fellow has been in the business for quite a long time. So with all that longevity, I'm sure uh, Mike Riley is gonna have some great uh, tips for us. So. Let's do full introductions and get rolling. Uh, we do this training every week, largely for realtors, but I think today's topic, you know, hits home with a lot of different people. So, you know, we try to put some content out there for homeowners, investors, you know, those of you who are flipping homes or have rentals, you know, it's so, it's so critical. Uh, think of the contractors who work on your properties as like the grease, you know, the, they keep things uh, moving in the right direction. You know, we, uh, we talk a lot about, you know, uh, buying and selling properties, but there's a lot more that goes into it than, than just that, you know, whether you're a homeowner, investor, et cetera. Uh, so we do this training every Tuesday. We try to get some different topics, occasionally have a guest. Uh, our regular guest is Tony Geraci, broker owner of Century 21 Homestar. Uh, Tony, Tony's special. I was going to say Tony's special. You're special, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. But but for uh, for several reasons, and the first of which, uh, of course, as our broker owner, is that uh, you know you really focus on helping agents. That's really your thing. You know, you don't sell real estate. You're just here to help us. And as we were saying before we got started, uh, if if your people are using Google, then you're kind of failing at your job. Just like your your, your agents, when agents need something, they can actually reach out to Tony, which is awesome. Uh, he, cell phone for Tony is two one six three seven four twelve sixty nine. And Tony, what's your favorite form of communication? Text is always good because I'm always on the phone or on an appointment. And and uh, I, I, I say to all my agents that text me, let me know what how important it is. I'll prioritize it, what is regarding, just in case I'm caught up, get someone else to, to I could delegate so I don't keep them waiting. That's right. Um, I, I hate the... Uh, Call me when you get a chance. I'm like, well, what is this a 10? Is it a one in importance? I have other calls. I want to fit you in. I don't want to, you know, wait till keep you waiting. So that kind of thing. So. So important. We, we talk about that in the rockstar agent CEU class that we do uh, that talking about, you know, delivering a bit of information with the message so that the person you're asking a question of can be prepared. You know, what if it's, well, I got to go find that information and get back to you. Uh, it's so important to give that info. Um, so let's introduce Mike, Mike Riley. Uh, Mike, thank, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're busy running several businesses and podcasting and uh, even a little bit of an activist there in the Forest Hills neighborhood. So uh, Mike, uh, I, I've been telling people all this experience you have. I don't know the exact number of years you've been in the business uh, of contracting. I think it's 40 plus, right? Uh, yeah, too long in the business. Mike. Uh, <laughs> I started when I was uh, early 20s, working my way through college. And uh, as you know, you've been on one of my podcasts, Small Business Confidential. What I did not know could fill volumes. So talk about a babe in the woods or 
somebody swing, uh, swimming in the shark infested waters of the marketplace. I'm amazed that I survived to age 69. So, but I'm fortunate because I have three, as you know, I've got three of my older kids uh, who work in the business. Of course, they all worked in the business when they were all nine and 10, whether they liked it or not. So, but they all decided to uh, stick around. So I had the opportunity of sharing all, all of dad's mistakes that he made. So and that's uh, the thing, you know, if we're not learning from our mistakes, then we're not learning. You know, you learn more from your failures than you do the su successes um, real quick. And then I'll get into some uh, of these questions that are just burning a hole here in my notepad. Uh, you, you've also done some other things. You know, you've got this uh, very successful contracting business. Uh, this, the tagline is the home mechanics. So it's not just painting anymore. You know, you guys do a little bit of everything. Uh, point of sale lists, you know, that's a, that's a real big buzzword, especially among realtors. Uh, so you guys, you, you have resources that you can do a little bit of everything. Um, but also we talked about this knowledge you have, you actually share this with people. So uh, can, would you mind mentioning your two podcasts that you do and tell people <laughs> where to find them? Cause after today, they're going to want to hear more Mike Riley. Well, you can go uh, for you Browns fans. You can go to uh, Cleveland Browns anonymous. It's kind of framed as an AA meeting to help us, uh, navigate through the roller coaster year of another Brown season. Talk about learning from mistakes. I don't think the Browns are learning from their mistakes, but I digress because uh, you'll hear it all in the unvarnished uh, truth on the Cleveland Browns anonymous podcast. And then of course you and I, Mike tag team, we're getting an international following of over 5,000 downloads now on the Cleveland real estate investor um, where uh we separate the uh, sharps from the dumb money. Um, that's number two. And then uh, small business confidential is my own kind of uh, uh, rant um, on the perils of higher education and college loans and starting a business uh, about based on your greatest uh, muffin recipe. Um, you know, so we blow it all up on uh, the small business confidential. Got it. All right. So let me get into the, some of the questions here. Uh, Mike, we've all been there. We've all, uh, you know, whether we're homeowners, investors, uh, realtors, you know, we've uh, hired or referred a contractor and it hasn't gone well. And, uh, you know, we all know the most important thing when hiring a contractor is price, right? You go with the low bidder. Um, actually, I'm really? saying that sarcastically. <laughs> I was um, going to say, say, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is sometimes uh, how we get in trouble. Um, so it, it obviously, everyone, you know, no one has an infinite budget, but uh, price is one consideration, but it's not the most important thing. Mike, when we're looking at contractors, what are some things that we should be looking for when hiring a contractor? Well, the, the most important thing is turn is turnaround. How fast can they get the job turned around? And this is goes to price. Because, yeah, you can get somebody out there. First of all, a lot of the low prices are based on the fact these guys don't even know how to estimate. Okay. So maybe uh, they've got a couple weeks to fill and they're just desperate for, for work. So they'll just throw out, a, you know, they'll, they'll throw out a number and then all of a sudden they're halfway through the job and they realize, oh my God, I'm uh, losing my shirt here. And then they walk away. Now, 
you see that a lot in my neighborhood of Forest Hill and Cleveland. You see that a lot in Cleveland Heights where you get these LLCs come in, these investors who buy these properties. They literally sit there for two, three years unfinished. I mean, the dumpster is still there. The lawn's not cut. And why is that? Because they didn't know going in how much it was going to cost. They hired a contractor or two or three or four who would show up, work a couple of days, and then disappear. Turnaround is the most important thing because, I mean, I've got, I'm looking at a house in Fairmont near um, Fairmont Presbyterian Church, Fairmont and Scarborough. That, that's been sitting there for two years. The dumpster's been there. I mean, this is a mansion. How much taxes are you spending? Okay. It's unfinished. You can't flip it. You can't rent it. You're holding it. The holding costs are killing you. And why? Because you went for some knucklehead low price. So turnaround is crucial um, in terms of hiring a contractor who, who knows what they're doing. Now, how do you find that? Well, first of all, you go to the city and you ask about so-and-so contractor. Trust me, if they've heard of, if, if this guy is bad news, they've already heard about it. You certainly go to where, where are they buying their uh, supplies? Home Depot, Sherwin-Williams, where are they going? Because if they're late on paying the bill, Guess who else is going to be late getting the job done? So, I mean, really, it's not rocket science. You don't have to hire the CIA. Uh, it's all out there uh, if you just spend one hour doing a little due diligence. Yeah, and uh, I think asking for referrals is is one aspect of it. But here's the thing, uh, and Tony, you know this uh, from being in the business we're in, where um, reviews and referrals are so important. If you ask someone for referrals, they're not going to give you the people that they that weren't happy with them. They're only going to give you the people <laughs> that are going to say nice things about them, of course, right? Well, exactly. And I feel that when you're a realtor and you you give people, you know, you refer people business, they're, and I'm sure uh, you'll both agree to this, is that you want to make sure their clients, because you know it's repeat business that's going to you, and it's just one client that's calling you off the, any contractor out there, anybody, even if they're great, they're calling you right off the internet or something, and they don't know anybody, they're not referred to anybody. Uh, so another client comes in and referred from someone that's going to be giving you more business. You're going to, I mean, obviously do good work for both, but you're going to be more uh, focused on the person to make sure their client is happy, and that's what I tell our realtors to do pick the people that you that give you good service in all fields use those people not you know give them get a couple they you don't know, not to have to be the same person but and then you give them business they're going to look out for you to make sure you're you're taken care of too yeah um mike back to your point about turnaround time i think one of the quick measures uh, you know it's not a tell all but one of the quick measures is do they return phone calls? You know, do they uh, show up uh, on time for the appointment? Right. I mean, you, we, we talk about all, that all the time, uh, you know, and that's something that you've done for years. I think just answering the phone and showing up and showing up on time are some real basic things that set uh, the good from the bad that separate them. Right. Oh, you know, it's, it is such a low bar in this uh, economic environment now. I mean, it's hard enough hiring people. And I think that's that's one of the little dirty little secrets among among you guys in the real estate business is, um, man, if you're selling a house that, to an investor that needs work, yeah, you can find the house, but now who are you going to find to do the work? Um, and so, uh, I mean, it's it's a lot trickier to put those pieces together now versus 
five years ago. I mean, I remember when I started, people would call up and they'd say, oh, I want to get three estimates. <laughs> hey, good luck now. <laughs> right. <laughs> lucky to get three people calling you back. And I think the best the best contractors to work to work for, they will call you back and they will be honest about when they can get to it. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for honesty. You're looking for somebody that's got a good triple B rating. Uh, look on next door. I mean, really, they're out there. But quite frankly, a lot of them are already booked up now. Yeah, they're well, probably booked out two months. And, and that's why it's important to plan your project uh, well in advance, especially now, so that you don't have to settle for the person who's available and not the best person. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Um, I do want to go back to something, Mike, because uh, you know a lot of people don't know this about me. I used to be a construction project manager. I built commercial buildings. And what you said, I, I'm kind of I, I was uh, very pleased that you brought it up because it was one of our little secrets. You know, of course, we asked for those recommendations, the referrals. Hey, give me three people you've done work for. But we used to do exactly what you said. We would try to talk to people that weren't on your list. The suppliers, for example, we would call if we were hiring a mason, we would call the masonry supply house that they bought from and ask some of the guys there, you know, hey, what do you think about these 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 guys? And they would they would talk to you. Um, so I think doing that end around and trying to get people to talk to you about a contractor uh, who is not on the list of referrals is really one of one of the big keys to that um, vetting process, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, yep. it you know, it's simple, but it can be hard to do that. So Mike, I'm going to shift gears here. I, one of the biggest uh, problems that I've seen crop up in a contractor uh, customer relationship is a misunderstanding of the scope of work. And, and I know from dealing with you over the years that you, you give uh, very detailed estimates. You know, we know exactly what we're buying when we get into the process. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about that? Why it's so important to have an understanding of what the actual scope of work is and actually start off with what is a scope of work? Like, give me an example of uh, when you look at a job, uh, how you're breaking it down for a customer. Well, I think a lot of customers, not customers, but contractors make a, a real fundamental mistake. And this is where it separates, you know, the men from the boys, the pros from the amateurs, because quite frankly, on the residential side, there are, you know, it's pretty much 90% amateurs out there. Uh, I mean, these guys are working out of their truck, working out of their mom's garage, you know, whatever, just kind of starting out. <clears throat> and the problem is they're still thinking like they're on a crew. So when they go and meet a customer, um, they want the customer to tell them, okay, well, what do you want me to estimate? Okay, that sounds simple enough. Well, yeah, I want you to paint the, paint the house, paint the garage. Uh, I got uh, some shutters that need to be fixed. We need a railing here. Okay, so they're telling them. Lost in that is what is the context of this job? Are they getting ready to sell? Is the city on their back? They've got to take care of these repairs. Uh, what's the money situation? So a lot of times when I go in 
it's taken me a long time to understand that. I go in there not as a contractor, but as an advisor. Okay. And then you've seen me work because we work together on, you know, these real estate, uh, a customer will call and Mike getting ready to sell the house. Mom's moving into a nursing home, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They have no idea what to do. I mean, their first generic is, well, I got to, you know, redo the kitchen. I got to do this. I got to do that. And half the time, they don't have to do any of that. They, what they do have to do is they do have to wash the windows. They should do some landscaping work. Maybe they paint the front of the house and they don't need to bother about the other three sides. Maybe they paint the front of the garage. Maybe they just put a new kitchen, uh, floor in the kitchen. But a lot of times what people think they need to do, they don't. So you can come in, even though your billing, your billable rate is higher than most, um, you're actually going to be giving them a price that is lower than they were expected because you're doing less work. But the work you're doing is more impactful to getting to the end game. Because so look at people, what when you're selling your house, what do you want? You want to make get the most net, right? The net after expenses. All right. If I can come out of this listed for 150, I only have to put 10 in. I got to pay my realtor. I come out with 130. I'm jumping up and down. Okay. That's what they want. Your job as a contractor is to decode that because you have supposedly the experience uh, that that can be the guide to get them to where they want to be. Did it, did it answer your question? Yeah, that's a you know. So you brought up a, something that Tony and I talk about all the time, and I'm going to flip it over to Tony here for a second. But Tony, we talk about service, not sales, right? We 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 talk about we're consultants. We don't really sell anything. It's about value, not price. Um, you know. So I know that you know you you and I have talked about that over the years that we've worked together about, about this whole concept of value and service, not sales. So I just, you know, I, I wanted to flip it over to you, Tony, real quick, see if you had anything to add or any other quick questions for Mike, as we wrap up here, our last few minutes. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, just recently I've had a few conversations with agents about uh, trying to find the cheapest because I think agents, sometimes some agents realize to forget where some of our prices, like example, buyer's agents, they forget, you know, they, they could find a cheaper agent out there. Why would you tell people to go to the cheapest? Like, what do you mean? I'm not charging them anything. I go, but no, there's agents out there. They're crediting buyers part of their commission for closing costs to use them. There's always someone cheaper. So you want to go quality. You don't want someone, you wouldn't want someone on another end, like, they, they find someone, you're a buyer's agent. They call it like example, loan officer. They call a loan officer and go, uh, well, I could find you a better agent that could be cheaper than you. And that's what I say about uh, agents like with loan officers. Don't call a loan officer and go, are you the cheapest? I'm going to send you the cheapest. Well, they could why, they would do the same thing to you. Why don't you find a cheaper agent? You want quality. You want, you want quality. You want a, a good price for the value, not the lowest. You want to balance it. Lowest is not always better. Uh, we all know that, <laughs> yeah. but for some reason, not to switch gears on, on different contractors so that, but that we see that a lot in the lending industry is that they're always like, oh, well, you got to give me the best rate and the best cost. I'm like, no, you got to get a good rate, good cost, good service, just like any other contractor, any other service you have. And so that's what you're looking for. Like you said, like quality, turnaround time, responsiveness, not 
price. <laughs> yeah. Value, value is a package, you know, price is just a number. Um, so Mike, one more question. I just want to, uh, go back to the scope of work thing, you know, cause I, you know, definitely I love how you are a consultant, you know, you don't go there, you're not uh, taking an order at McDonald's and saying, oh, you want fries with that. Right. But you're, you're a consultant, you're, you're adding value to the conversation with, with the customers. Um, what about the, the actual details of the work? So, so a, a real specific question here. I've seen problems between the customer and the contractor because the scope of work wasn't defined. Um, so that, you know, you answered the big part of the question. Now the minutia, uh, talk about why it's so important to really define what work is going to be done before you even you know, pull in the driveway, you know, you want to know what you're, what exactly you're doing. So both from your standpoint and the customer, why is that scope of work so important and, and define for us a, a scope of work? Well, first of all, I, most, most customers, the thousands of customers that I've worked for, they're not really interested in the minutia. Um, they are interested in the fact that you actually listen to what they're saying. <laughs> okay. Because there are people, you know, anybody that's in sales who's in a good, who's a very, very good ethical salesperson has a very good ability to listen. Okay. So listening, I'm talking active listening, where you're advancing the conversation down the field, you're moving the ball down the field. Now, you've heard me say the concept hot words. What are the hot words? I'm getting ready to sell. I need this finished. I want to get it on the market in November. That's the hot word. Okay. Now, obviously, you got to fill in the blanks. And this is what you were talking about with the details. Okay. What are we doing? We're painting the house. We're washing the windows, whatever. I don't have to get into what kind of sandpaper we're using. Right. right exactly. I, I don't need that. But you know what? The context is the hot word. And I've got a party coming up in two weeks. Um, we've got a wedding here. Uh, we got to get this finished. As long as you keep at reminding them at the top of everything you say, we're going to do this because we have to get this ready for the party. We're doing a go that because we have to get, you're always pointing to the hot words. And that's, that's the most important thing. And everybody out there, don't underestimate the fact there are a lot of people in business um, who have no ability to listen. And the customer's always reminding them, now, are you going to get done? Uh, are you going to clean up afterwards or whatever? If they have a general sense that you, A, know what they want, and B, you know what they're doing, the minutia is, is irrelevant. Okay? I love um, Yep. So I, I don't want to bury people with a lot of detail. I mean, you know, when I fill out, when we're getting the house ready, to list, I'm, I'm just auto signing from Mike Ferrante because I trust you, right? Yeah. I trust, this is the price. This is where we're going to show it. Just go through all the disclosures. You know what, what we're about here. Just, you know, take care of it. It's, I use the example of the Applebee's waitress. Do I'm talking to my wife. It's been a long day. I need a drink. You know what? I'm coming here. Do I really need somebody interrupting me every 10 minutes asking how the food is? Really? <laughs> I mean, I go, when you go to New York, they never do that. They never do that. They assume, you know, if there's a problem, you're going to raise your hand. Yeah. So that's, that to me is where, where I draw the line in terms of minutia. They're going to hire me and getting to the point about 
price and quality. At the end of the day, you, we can argue all we want about, well, don't take the low price, don't take the low price, don't take the low price. Okay, I, you know, people get that, don't take the low price, but you've got to demonstrate why they're paying a higher price, what they're getting for the money, okay? Yeah, I'm going to pay more for an Audi because, you know, there's a definable quality there that I'm getting for the money. If you come in as a realtor and you're not listening to what they're saying and you're not bringing anything to the table that's different from the other yokels coming in there, then it will be about price, right? Because that's, that's right. the only thing they can compare it to. Yep. You become a commodity. That's great stuff. So guys, uh, you got a little taste of Mike Riley. We are out of time, Mike. We've got to roll here. Uh, uh, we got to do this again, though. I, I, we got to have you back on and maybe talk some real estate investing stuff. Um, if you want to hear... Uh, if, if you want to hear more Mike Riley, uh, check him out on the, uh, Cleveland real estate investor podcast. That's good for, if you're just interested in investing and, and particularly we dive really, uh, headlong into Cleveland. Uh, and then of course we've got the, uh, uh small business confidential and I forgot about, uh, was it uh, Cleveland uh, Browns anonymous. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm envious of you, Mike. You're not following the Browns. That's why you're smiling. You're, yeah, you're, you're I, 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 the apathy set in for me uh, all those years ago when they left Cleveland. So, I, you know, I, I know. yeah, I know. they don't I know. get me down. So yeah. again, uh, uh, tune in every Tuesday for Tony and me. Uh, we'll have more guests coming up soon. Tony, thanks as always for joining us. Uh, see you. Uh, we'll definitely see you next week. Thanks, right, everyone. Thanks. Have a great right. day. Bye-bye. Right, thanks. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.